All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Another week of Los Hijos podcast. Los Hijos. The Sons. We're back. Sons. We're back with another building. episode. <laughs> week six, I think this is. Week six. Uh, Robert's in the building. Hayden's in the building. And uh, my name's Chad. Time week flying, six. man. Indeed. If this and, was uh, like work, we'd still be on our probation, you know, like our 90-day probation. Probationary period, I think, is what I, you're is talking that, about. Something oh, yeah, like yeah. that. I don't know. I get confused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Robo was going with that. But anyways, uh, we're here to talk all things San Diego Padres. Uh, so thanks for yeah. tuning in today. Um, and and I think we've got some big news to start off uh, right off the bat with. Yes, and, we um, and And... and uh, it, it kind of comes to with where we're sitting right now. And I think I'm going to let Roro go ahead and introduce right, us as to where right we're at right now. So, yeah, we are in the L.A. Edwards uh, recording studio right now. This is where the band L.A. Edwards, and that's not to be confused with uh, the garbage city up north. Uh, that is just his initials, L.A. Luke, and then middle initial A. Edwards, check them out. Google Music, Apple Music, all that stuff. Um, yeah, big shout out to them for letting us use their studio. Uh, Luke is also involved with Bitch and Sauce, so he, you know, I work with him down there. Um, so, you know, we'll just plug them right now too. Big shout out to Bitch and Sauce for, you know, they've been providing the mics and the equipment that we've been using uh, all along. But now, you know, they're letting us use their whole studio. We got three mics today. Yeah. Three mics, boys. We are looking Ooh. at each other today. Oh, we all, glorious. yeah, like, we all have microphones. All um, up. This is sitting right next to each other. This is enhancing <laughs> human interaction right, right. here. And, ladies uh, and I hope hopefully the quality shows tonight. And, so. and, um, you know, you know, jumping right into things, uh, speaking of quality, I would say our Padres have put out a relatively quality month. Quality May. We're doing, um, we're uh, Roro, I think May. we're what? We're 11 and 10 on the month of May uh, so far. Uh, we're over 500, which is nice to see. Yep. Um, we just finished up a series with uh, the Washington Nationals. Um, mm-hmm. uh, before that, we took a series um, in Pittsburgh. Uh, we took three out of four. That was, dude, that was such um, a nice series But to again, come out we're of there. over 500 in May. Hayden, uh, what do you have to say about that? Uh, you were anti-500 in May and uh, <laughs> last podcast. Right. Those well, words this know, week. Um, <laughs> If anybody has uh, one of my hats nearby, uh, go ahead and hand it to me, and I will eat it gladly. There we go. Uh, <laughs> He's eating yeah, his words. I, I think the Pittsburgh series was very um, encouraging for me. Uh, I wasn't really expecting us to have the performance that we did. Uh, I really was impressed by um, how Richard performed. Uh, I think a lot he gets a lot of flack, and you know, I think he came through with a really good game for us, and it really sort of threw a lot of the Richard haters off track. Right, and was that the was it the Pittsburgh series or was it the uh, the National series where he was like sixty five pitches going into like inning seven? He didn't pitch the National uh, series. So think. then that must have been it that. was it was in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. It was in oh, Pittsburgh again. That was a and again, I mean, three out of four in Pittsburgh. Uh, one out of three in 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 Washington, and guys, you knew I had to Ooh, say it. To I believe it. I predicted that uh, last week. Uh, did, this did. is exactly yeah. what uh, <laughs> what I was calling. <laughs> but 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 I hope that I this prediction comes f- in, into full fruition with a good old sweep of, of L A. Uh, coming yeah. up here. But but we'll get into that. And, and Hayden was was jumping right into to uh, a, a huge segment of of this uh, a podcast. What is quality starts uh, from our starting rotation and. Um, and he mentioned, uh, you know, Clayton Richard, but uh, we got an excellent start out of Lauer uh, today um, in in Washington. We got a phenomenal start out of Tyson Ross, of Ross. Um, another, uh, another just racking up the case today. Um, 
and, and again, uh, let's go ahead and get into our starting rotation a little bit. Um, they've given us innings. Uh, they've they've set the tone for the bullpen. They've they've given our bullpen a little bit of rest, um, and and uh, again, given us innings for once. Yeah. So I, right, that I longevity think that, is nice. Uh, you got Tyson Ross. You got Clayton Richard. That are both basically the most relied upon pieces in our rotation. Um, you know, every first day for Clayton, every fourth or fifth day for uh, Tyson, whatever slot he's in on the rotation right now, you can count on them to go out there and make 80 pitches and keep it, you know, within a reasonable margin and uh, keep us in the game. Um, I like that mix right now. I think it provides enough of a backbone for, um, you know, sort of a revolving door of pitching talent to come in and out. I think it's giving uh, Eric Lauer and Lucchesi once he's healthy again, um, Come back, Lucas. Yeah. What's a, what's the update on there on that Hayden? I'll, do we have I'll get any? To that a, I'll get to that in a sec. But yeah, I think it, <laughs> I it gets it gets them a, a nice little cushion out. to sort of come in and feel like they're not bearing the the weight of the world um, or the weight of the uh, Padre fan base whenever they step on the mound. Um, as far as Lucchesi coming back, uh, I haven't heard, really heard much. Uh, I don't think he's throwing past seventy five feet right now. I'm not really looking to rush his uh, return uh, to the mound right now. and I, I completely agree with you in that regard. There's yeah. zero rush for him back to what is uh, – He's shown his talent. Playoff contention team, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's shown his we're talent. Looking that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, don't be so hesitant. I mean, I, I think he has the stuff to be, you know, a frontline starter, but – uh, yeah. Certainly. So let me ask you a couple questions. So like on the, the Eric Lauer point, you know, like looked good last night um, or whichever. What would that have been? Tuesday yeah. night. Yeah. Um, so the, I remember this like, I don't know, it must have been second, third week of the of the season. And I think uh, Cassavell had written something about uh, Lauer having a, an inflated ERA. And at first it was like, OK, sure, maybe. And then, you know, there's a couple starts there where he you know just gave up six, seven, eight runs. And it's like, is it is it inflated or? Or, you know, is that just what he's going to be throwing? You know, with the last couple performances, what do you think? Do you think that it's inflated? I think it's up still in the five, six range. But then again, last night you have a one-run performance yeah. through well, seven. You know, I'm curious to to know what he means by inflated uh, ERA. I think he's trying to make sort of a um, amends for his earlier yeah, starts. He's, or trying to, he's trying to I pull think, out sort of a, a non-statistical analysis from – his previous starts, like the the stats are what they yeah, are. Well, like he's trying to yeah. say, like you know, it's a small it, sample it, size, it, yeah. sort of thing. I mean, you know, I, I I think with his previous starts, I think his first sort of um, his first start in Colorado was pretty pretty bad, but you know it was thirty degrees and it was in Coors Field, so it was pretty you know, yeah, understandable like the that the fact that he gave up all those runs. So, uh, I mean, if you want to factor all those things in, yeah fine but i i think you know the the numbers speak for themselves and i think he is improving but um i don't really get what he's saying by um you know having having inflated era like i don't that doesn't just confuses that, hayden yeah that doesn't make any sense to me <laughs> yeah I, I think it's just a small sample size but it's also say, you know it's, it's apparent that I'm the, just the padres you know. are kind of um you know he's an mlb.com employee so he's also 
you know, yeah. trying to trying to put the team in the most positive light that uh, that is possible. Right, right. But Hand looks good. Yates is looking good. Oh, yeah, and I was just about to jump right into that again. Yeah, Kirby Yates looks excellent. Craig, uh, Craig Stammen looks excellent. Um, really? And and again, two rocks out of our bullpen, and and that's nice to see, and and it's nice to have. Um, again, to fill those innings to get to Brad Hand, and right, and we've seen this a lot recently this year. Is they're extending Brad Hand, and due, due to his, I guess, versatile role being a middle reliever, you know, the last couple of years, and then now switching into that closer role, is that mm-hmm. they might have the ability to extend him into, you know, five outs, four right, outs right. situation. I'm slowly becoming a a, a Hand fan. Like I, I know you guys absolutely. heard me earlier, like probably at podcast one You're and two. You're a fan like, of dude, Hand. I hate Brad Hand. I hate Brad Hand. But man, the last few the first time I'm hearing this. You haven't heard me say this? I feel no. like I just like always he's hard. Inconsistent. He's just been That's inconsistent, and but uh, it's he's kind got of, like a two-one you know. ERA. But when he's on, he's on, and and when he's when that slider is working, like, uh, yeah, I'm like suck. I don't know what an ERA I'm gonna, I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna plug this real <laughs> quick, okay? Because I know you know we've got stuff to get to. Andy Green has a hard on for Brad Hand, and there are multiple occasions. And a couple players. Yeah, exactly. And there are multiple occasions where Andy will trot him out there for a five or four out save. That is kind of unreasonable to expect from a middle reliever that you've converted to a closer in the last two years. Who doesn't have like a 98 gas that he can exactly throw, right? he's not like he's, he's not like he doesn't fit the stereotypical mold of a, of a closer killing him with that i think it's his slider that comes in at like 80 you know mid 80s i mean he's getting a lot of people with it right but yeah it's not uh it's andy green loves level, brad know? hand i don't he's know deceptive he's deceptive he's yeah. not yeah. a straightforward arm coming out of the bullpen he is deceptive he is left-handed and and so I think he just falls in love with the slider, which it's there, granted, yeah. but it's, you Sometimes know. Sometimes he throws it on that last pitch, and you're like, they knew that was coming. Come yeah. on, dude. Everybody yeah. knew that was coming. The whole stadium knew, you know. And and, and, and kind of, you know, transitioning um, um, from uh, the defensive uh, side of things into the offensive side of things, uh, we saw a few uh, uh, shining lights. Um um, uh, more towards the well. Well, Pittsburgh was excellent as far as uh, offensive. I, I had really no complaints with that series. We played right, well, right? Um, but with this national series, uh, you know, with the national series, I really want to focus on that. Um, and and I know we talked about that, but is uh, you play up to better teams, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we saw that in in this entire series. We played well each each of the three games, and and from our rookies too, uh, we saw some right, big right. big bats. Um, and, and some good good at bats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Franchi Cordero um, looked decent uh, when he had his starts. Uh, Fran Mil Reyes Fran Mil Reyes had his first home first run. Franny. Franny and Fran and Let's talk about that for a second. Yes. That was an oppo mash. Dude, it was nasty. Anybody get the, the stats on that, the exit view? No, I mean, I don't think it was. Uh, on, statistically speaking, it was unimpressive. I think it was probably like 420. But I think watching it in real time, I think you were really impressed by the fact that um, it was a rather effortless swing. Exactly, it, it was easy. so oh. smooth. It and was then, so especially smooth. Especially for you know, it was like, middle outer half too. It, it, yeah, middle and, outer and half the game ball. where the opposition, you know, they're hitting. I think they hit four home runs in that game. It was exactly. a five home run yeah, game total. So I think by the at the point where he had hit his, they had already gone yard twice, maybe three times. So for a rookie to not be all in his head, 
not yeah, get caught up with the game, right? And just right. to focus on is that bad? Right? He just made it look easy, smooth. Yeah, like and butter, I think it, it was the it was the um, ideal environment for a guy like Fran Mill Reyes, who uh, came in to this to this game where he hit his first home run, where we were facing a pretty uh, steep deficit because you know we had been basically digging ourselves a hole with Erlin and Mitchell, and you know he steps at the plate and mashes one over the fence, and I, I think that kind of gave Andy and uh, a lot of Padres fans sort of the vote of confidence of, you know, okay, now <laughs> we see why this guy uh, was mashing a lot at uh, AAA and now, you know, we, we can see a, a clear path as to how he's going to make this happen at the major league level. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And, and kind of, uh, you know, on the opposite end of the spectrum, I know we didn't really uh, plan on talking about this, but Jose Perella. Um, been struggling as of late. Yeah, I'm glad and, you brought that up. Actually, um, and and um, Robert, do you have Robert Hayden? Do you get like, yeah, exactly? Like do you have anything year, to say about I that? I just remember like he was just he's consistent. He, I think he hit. He must have hit about ten home runs last year or something. I don't. You know, I'm not again. It's not super nerdy. He, he on the was stats, pretty. But. He was com- pretty complete in his hit tool. I mean, I think he led the team in uh, batting average last year. Yeah, and I remember so, like a lot of things that were making me have this positive light of him, and I've kept that all so far this year. All you know, I'm like, come on, Perella, come on, Perella, come on, Perella. But I it's have getting to, to that point yeah, where I can't cheer late. him on anymore because I don't, I don't even think he knows how to hit home run anymore. Like right, where, what, where one is on the it year? at? Yeah, he doesn't even have a home run. He doesn't this even year. have one. Yeah. Okay. Oh my. He's got no stick. Yeah. As, no uh, more stick. Change the Padres uh, Twitter um, <laughs> no reminds us Jose, no that uh, <laughs> Jose Perella still doesn't this is have. This from the guy who starts the Jose, 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 <laughs> Jose. Like I'm that guy in the stand starting the Jose chant, you know? Like as, no stick. Though. As uh, change the Padres uh, on Twitter reminds us. Perella still does not have a mashed tater. He still has not hit a ball over a major league fence this year. At all. And that's that's hard to read. That's hard to read out. That's um, hard. And, yeah. and, and again, it's... What happened? I don't know. I think um, last year was a bit of a statistical anomaly. I think the fact that he hit, like, what was it, like 289, 290? Like, everybody thought that all of a sudden he had arrived... Because he, you, you have to remember he had spent quite a few years with the Yankees organization in the minor leagues, and uh, when we got him, he was somewhat of a still unfinished product, and so trotting him out here and there, um, you know, sort of being a uh, a quad A player is what they refer to him hmm. to, to some of these players like him are. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot expected out of him, and all of a sudden he goes on a tear once he gets called up after a month. Um, in AAA last year, and so all of a sudden the expectations are through the roof on him. And I'll admit, I fell into this uh, crowd of people that were expecting a lot from him. Absolutely. All three of us did. We, we I would say all do. three yeah. of us did <laughs> in that regard. We're usually we're pretty on point help, with. Uh, I mean, you have to you have to grasp yeah. onto any sort of optimistic uh, strand you can as we're, a Padres we're, fan. Yeah, these we're days. we're the most optimistic people in the world. We're we're the number one most optimistic Padres podcast. Yeah, heard it here first. Boom! Like heard it's, it here it's first. N- number one most optimistic, and it's true. I mean, I think there's what like May twenty third. 2018 Robert is putting it in books <laughs> of the yeah, well, many and and again um you know kind of staying on that same point with and, and talking in the outfield realm um you know we were talking about the big bats of, of Franchi Cordero uh Fran Mel Reyes um 
Um, and, and in that outfield, um, you have what is Jankowski and, and Manuel Margot, who are well. Manuel Margot is is picking things up. I would he's say good. He's, he's, he's starting yeah, to. I can't hate him anymore. Come into form. He's anymore. got some work to do. He still needs to pick up his batting average. He still needs to pick up his on base percentage. Right. Um, but Travis Jankowski is still staying hot. You want an unpopular opinion right now? I think Margot needs to spend three weeks or so in AAA. I wouldn't disagree with that statement. I wouldn't disagree with that statement. Do you the same thing. That, yeah. Do the same thing that they just did to Jankowski. Give him a lesson. Send him a lesson. Give him some mm-hmm. courage. And then if he starts playing well, he starts playing well, and he'll get an opportunity to come right back up. Well, remember how right we were, that, remember yeah. how we were talking about Jankowski's improved approach to the plate. Absolutely. He attributed that all of it to the hitting coach for the El Paso Chihuahuas. I think Manny could use a couple lessons from uh, that guy. Uh, his name is slipping my mind, but um, I, I I think he would really benefit from three, maybe even a month down at AAA. That's a good point. That's a, that's a good point to make right there. And and again, you can it's draw. Time. I mean, it would make space in the outfield, right? Clear up. You, you can draw. I mean, direct comparisons right there to Jankowski. And, and speaking of space in in the outfield, Robert, thank you for for right. tying us back in there. Um, we need some space, uh, technically, because we have Will Myers uh, and, and Hunter Renfro still Ugh. lingering. And, and I say I, I use lingering in a very, I would say, established tone there. Uh, our outfield is booked right now. And, and yet we have Myers, who technically left for the DL, batting 300. He had one home run, three RBIs when he left. Um, but... What exactly are we going to expect when Hunter, or I'm sorry, when Hunter Renfro and and Will Myers are healthy? Right, when we got these two guys back, where do we put them in the rotation? Well, let's let's start already... addressing one by one. All right, yeah, let's start with Will Myers, my favorite player. Okay, well, um, Myers is going to be the one that they're going to have to create a spot for. Uh, you've got a guy who's on a multi-year contract doesn't have any minor league options left and uh, it's essentially sort of a Ryan Braun situation where uh, yeah you may not have a spot um, that you uh, would ideally like to put him uh, on the baseball diamond but you're gonna have to make room for him because yes I still believe in the promise of his of his bat but I do as well uh, I, I do as but well at the same time it's like you're looking at a guy who I have a lot of sympathy for because he hasn't really had an, uh, a defensive identity. I mean, you're talking about a guy who played catcher in some of the minor league games that he was in uh, with the Rays organization. But, so this is Myers? He, yeah, yes. and so he doesn't he doesn't really know. Uh, you know, for all the talk about him being lazy and not really being interested on the defensive side, yes, I do see that, but at the same time, the guy is being shuffled around so many times. Like you, you, you can only you can only get so far when you don't have a, yeah, a how, regular. How comfortable home. do you get, right? When um, now, as far as Renfro, Renfro is an interesting case. Renfro has a set position uh, that he's good at, and and he looked good that first what week or so of the season. Yeah, and like, I think I, remember, I think I he's still a good right fielder. I think he needs to control his throws from outfield. Uh, from well, from right field more uh, more specifically, but I think he needs to be able to see pitches better, and I think that's been the knock on him uh, from day one since he came up to the majors was can't really hit right-handed pitching that well and can't see the breaking ball very well. Exactly. Yeah, I was just about to mention the breaking ball. I mean, you see him getting fooled, uh, you know, more times than not. Um, and 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 again, when you're a Hunter Renfro-esque hitter with that long drawn-out swing. 
um, those breaking balls, if you're not picking that up out of the hand early, you'll pay the price for that. Um, and, and again, it's, it's, uh, and I, I completely agree with you, Hayden. I think we do have to find a, a spot for Myers, but Hunter Renfro, it's a big question mark. Um, especially if that big bat has maybe been replaced by Mr. Fran Mill. And so, right. Um, and then you got Jankowski hitting lead off. Either or. Like you've Either got everybody, so. you know, everybody's bats working except for, you know, Margot. And yeah. And if you've got <laughs> Jankowski getting on base at like a 370 clip, watch out. Oh, yeah. That's going to put some people out of a job. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and, um, again, Jankowski has just been nothing but consistent coming up, um, you know, since he's, he's been out and, and again, speed on the base paths, uh, it's killer. It, it adds to, it adds to the dynamic of an offensive, uh, mindset of an offensive approach. So, um, so that's great to see, but, um, you know, I really wanted to, to spend, you know, the later half of, of the podcast tonight, uh, kind of looking, afo- looking ahead of, of, of the next couple of series we have in front looking of us. at the rest of May, right? Uh, exactly, see, exactly. See if we can, June. See if we can pull we're, this June, you off. dummy. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and, and get into uh, that. But, but first, uh, we're going to go ahead and send it down to the, uh, the farm because I think Hayden down wants to, uh, farm. Farm. Wants to mention uh, a, a familiar name in the Padres organization or what I'd say it should be a familiar name in the well, Padres organization. By this time, if you've... Um, paid attention to any sort of Padres Twitter at this point is um, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. who's basically our number one prospect in the system. Uh, He has since rebounded from a shaky April into a uh, a completely, um, you know, improved May. And he's hitting at about a 350 clip right now, getting on base. His strikeouts are still a bit of a concern. But by all means, uh, a lot of the evaluators and a lot of the big baseball writers are all predicting him to uh, continue business as usual. They're predicting that he'll be up next year, uh, 2019, which is fine by me. Uh, but I think right now he's uh, basically continuing the progress that we've seen uh, in the last two years uh, and uh, got nothing but uh, big hopes for the guy now. And, uh, yeah, just it just uh, sometimes it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. The young talent is exciting to see, and I mean, not even. And again, I know this is a Padres podcast, but but this week we saw a lot of young talent in the MLB being yeah. shown right off. all and over the place. All, I mean, Soto these young nineteen-year-old stars just coming out. Of, I mean, it's kind of scary, uh, but but nonetheless, um, it, it's exciting to see. It, 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 the growth of the sport is continuing, um, mm-hmm. and 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 that's excellent to see. Just being a, a baseball fan in general, yeah. there absolutely. Um, it and, just and, it makes you feel extra old though in your mid twenties. You're like, right? You know, I should You've be got, like, you guys got guys coming up like Atlanta's got to think Acuna and uh, one other guy, um, Albez, who's uh, you know, I think those guys are both under twenty. Right, right. You and know, you're like, along with you know, Dansby. I, I like to think Dansby I'm, I'm like living my best under, life right now. You know, all of us. but then I look at these guys and I'm like, holy shit, dude, at 19, it's crazy. They're just living it's it crazy. up, dude, doing the MLB thing. Like, oh, even imagine it. Yeah, exactly. I picture I my baseball it, life be, at 19. <laughs> it was uh, nothing like the MLB to say <laughs> right. the least. Um, we're going well, around you, on you Victor Robles, um, you know, coming up for the Nationals and hitting a dinger off of Robbie Earl. Actually, at Carol B. Land Stadium at a. America's, America's, America's most, most beautiful, beautiful. Yep. 
most so most scenic ballpark. Um, but uh, but again, now we're uh, let's go ahead and look forward uh, because as, as I kind of mentioned there, we've got three big series ahead of us. Um, one being the Dodgers. Uh, we've got a, a weekend series uh, in LA uh, coming up. We've got a, a series <coughs> with Miami, and we've got, got a series with Cincinnati uh, Cincinnati Reds. And 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 let's go ahead and get into the Dodgers series. Um, they've got Turner back. Um, they've they've kind of been 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 hitting it. Uh, they they've been they've been swinging the bats. They're they're looking decent. Um, as as Arizona is choking, uh, the bottom half of the NL West is is kind of creeping back up. This um, is and this a is tight a big division for us. It's a tight division, but at the same time, I think the Dodgers are still flailing. Uh, I think they're being impacted by uh, the Rich Hill uh, blister uh, trip to the disabled list. Uh, I think that's kind of an interesting thing for Rich Hill at this point in his career. 38 or so, and he's just now developing blisters, but whatever. Um, I think LA's there for the taking. I think we can sweep them, honestly. Yes. Thank you. I have Ooh, I've been sweep. I've been saying that for two weeks. You heard it from my mouth out. first. The guy I've who's usually telling, pessimistic. But I've been telling these two ladies that sit next to me at work that that are both Dodgers fans. Oh, no, 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 telling these two ladies, hey, watch your mouth. No, and and I'm saying, uh, I I really hope we we take it to the Dodgers um, because uh, you know that would not just just directly above them. Um, and then going into those next two series, uh, we pretty much pay the two worst teams in the NL uh, right yeah, after that. Uh, Miami good. has a 19 and 30 record right now. Cincinnati has a 17 and 32 record right now. Um, okay. Those teams don't know how to win ball games. Um, and, well, and they're you know if we're at a certain point in our rebuilding stage, there are a few rungs down on the ladder. Yeah. Beneath. Yes. <laughs> I mean, oh, but yes. but all you know, albeit they have bad records. I think ours is still only like 21 and 30. Like yeah, even with still better. Reason. We'll take yeah, it. We'll better. take it. Still better. We'll but. take the confidence boost. <laughs> it's just like the kettle calling the pot black for sure, dude. Hey, exactly. It's not. It's nice to be not at the bottom of the. <laughs> Bottom of the barrel for once. Absolutely. Um, and and again, uh, I'm just looking for, for three competitive series because uh, going into the month of June, um, we don't necessarily have a rough schedule as well. Um, we do play Atlanta right after that Cincinnati series. Um, and Atlanta is a hot team. Uh, they, are, sure. they are they are uh, an actually yeah, I, an excellent that's, team. That's probably the um, only thing I'm worried about in the next like, two or three weeks. for what is two years now, um, and they have put together – quite the ball club they've uh, won and and it's going to be exciting to watch them at petco mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're going to be at petco I've yeah that's a can't miss that's that a can't miss as well so um but but again uh big dodgers series away but but then we return from from that away stand um and we've got uh, uh miami and cincinnati got the town. marlins here yeah um, i don't know if uh we have any of those dates up for you but i know that there is a couple of giveaway weekends as well um I yeah know i'm trying to pull it up away, right now let's um, see the, that uh the polo the the the, the hawaiian that hawaiian polo, polo. hawaiian oh, shirt gosh. yeah the hawaiian shirt is june second i believe and I think that that is uh, – that game is, is selling uh, – I wouldn't say – excuse me, not selling out, um, but but filling up quick. Uh, the, the the ticket prices always go up yeah. on giveaway days. Absolutely. Are they doing anything you can't for, miss that are one. Are they doing anything for uh, Memorial Day? For Memorial Day, dude, I I'm like so underprepared today. I I'm really like don't care. I'm going to that usually game. This, but this app I use, they like usually do again. Right I mean, we've got Petco Park. Did. We're we're a we're a military uh, yeah, city. And I, I, we're we're going a Navy on Memorial city. Day, so that, that's going to be my game of Wait, the week. You that you, yeah, are you? I going? texted you earlier and you said you weren't going. This is awkward. 
Awkward. Uh, new phone, who this? Yeah, new phone, who this? <laughs> yo, Make yo, it. who this? <laughs> 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 I got a new phone, and you know, I got a new iPhone, so I lost some phone numbers. And uh, <laughs> I know we had a few threads, but I must have, uh, that one checks we, in the mail. Or do you used to call me on the cell phone. <laughs> All right. Well, well anyways, um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm taking a look at, uh, at my Padres gear that I've got on. Hayden's got Padres gear on. Ooh. Robert is wearing a Padres hat on tonight. Ooh. And... Um, and, and you know what? Uh, we're still, we're still, uh, we're still ecstatic about this season. Uh, right. We've still got a lot of energy. Right. Um, it is a long season, uh, and I think people tend to to forget that about MLB baseball um, right, is right. that they play over 150 games um, in a season, and and. Uh, we're just getting started. Uh, this is week six, and, and expect more to come. Um, right. So, so thank you yeah. for tuning in. Yeah, and so, don't listen to don't listen to Nick Hardwick or any of the you know ex Charger pundits who are saying I'm freaking out because the Padres are blah 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 blah. Like they have zero context for what the organization is trying to do, <laughs> and they're just not used to watching the Padres. So, right, right. If you hear an opinion from them and you think, oh, that's kind of crazy, well, it is kind of crazy. It is. Look, so, and I, and I did the math. And if we, I think we've only lost, you know, like 40% of our games so far, or no, 60% of our games. But if we keep that up, 60% of our games, that leaves us at only 97 losses for the year. If we can kick that down to 59%, not 195 losses <gasps> for the year. Yeah. So everybody can shut up and stop talking go. shit about us losing Stuff more than 100 it. games. <laughs> I'm still thinking that we're going to be a lot better than that this year. Uh, so. We're I mean, a second half know, if team. Take, if we're you take into account like the trajectory, like, I think that I think we're we're looking good. No, absolutely. And 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 again, you'll you'll hear a lot of optimism uh, coming out of us three <laughs> boys here. Um, uh, but with that, we're gonna go ahead and uh, uh, rack up, rack up, uh, and uh, wrap it. up uh, week six. Los Ehos podcast drive. at Los Ehos fan club. Enjoy fan club the sound quality because um, Los Ehos fan club forever. We might not have it every week, but we're uh, glad to be here. Uh, Robo out. HVZ, gone. I'm just going to say bye. <laughs> bye.